Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. The following audio theater is rated ADG for general audiences. In the distant reaches of space, a lone ship fights for survival. Her crew? Reg McCorum, ship's captain. Granier Kachowa, pilot. Shen Enling, ship's doctor. Dormar, engineer. Aiden Vosky, mechanic. While the Tiger remains in the Hragador system, most of the crew, hidden aboard a Kutharian vessel, have landed covertly on Acheron. Will they be able to escort Princess Nalini Alzamin to safety? Jabberwocky Audio Theatre presents Rogue Tiger. Tonight's episode, The End Run, Part 3. Well, it was a long trip, but at least it was smooth. I wish I could have seen the landing. I can only imagine how the spaceport dwarfs the one on Hopsalu. There's plenty to see here, Aiden. We have time. Captain Minter has her crew elsewhere. It is time to move. Good to see you too, Tormar. The diplomats and the other crew should not see the princess. It is important that they have their deniability, Doctor. Of course. 651, were you able to contact your house? No, the message appears to have been intercepted. I do not know if it was decoded. So, no backup? Not necessarily. I sent a prearranged message to Lady Shore. Right. Isn't she your, um, keeper? She is someone I trust. To an outsider, it will look like an innocent query from a caterer. However, she will know we are on Acheron and will be looking for us. So we have backup. Well, maybe not for several hours. We must move before then. So no chance this lady Shore will get your people to mount a rescue. She does not know where to look, and as Tinker said, our communications are being intercepted. All right, so we power up the skimmer. Perhaps not, Mechanic Vosky. Perhaps not? There is a problem, Your Highness. Oh my. Oh no. Yes. Those crowds. Is it like this every day on Acheron? Not every day. Every fifth day. Market day. I didn't think. I did anticipate the market crowds would aid our exit from the spaceport. However, I did not estimate this crowd density. You're right. This is bigger than I remember. Who are those people? Is that some kind of march? This does not appear to be regular market day activity. They're petitioners to the Emperor. They make a ceremonial procession through the city to the Palace of Trantor above there. Please stay in the shadows, Your Highness. We do not want you seen. Sorry, Tinker. Then today is Manja Makan, a high feast day. The Emperor must have declared it in the past decade or so. So the Emperor just sits up there in his palace and declares festivals on a whim? Oh, all sorts of official reasons are given. Mount Murbabu erupts. Solar flares. In truth, it's usually in response to some political pressure. He needs to remind people he's great. Yeah, basically it's a whim. It is a highly irregular event that is statistically unlikely. However, it would explain the crowd density. I do not understand. Captain Mintha did not mention this. I doubt your Captain Mintha knows of such odd human customs. I also didn't tell her any of our plan. I should have anticipated this event. Enough with the robot guilt. 
I'm guessing none of us has been tapping into the news feeds for current events between rescuing princesses and fleeing through nebulae. The doctor is right, Tinker. Manjimakan is rarely reported much outside of the Atron system. After all, it only affects one city on one planet for a little less than a day. Wait. That whole complex up there is the palace. That's like a whole city unto itself. You never saw pictures of Trantor in school? Okay, let's focus on our options. I do not think the skimmer will be able to get through these crowds easily or quickly. We can go over? This is not the frontier, Doctor. We do not have clearance to operate a vehicle above street level. Thank you, Tinker. Princess. It may also attract undue attention. What about sneaking out into the crowd? I do not sneak. We cannot ensure the princess's safety. I have already scanned several known Shinwei agents in the crowd. I guess your theory of double agents in your house is correct, huh? Their presence supports that assumption. Your Highness, it is now almost certain enemy agents are secretly working for Clark Timurin. Then we should assume Shinwei decoded the message and knows we are here. We must choose an action course soon. Engineer Tormar is right. Captain Mintha's cargo will not be inspected due to her diplomatic status, but we cannot stay at the port unnoticed. We mentioned the skimmer in our message. If Shinwei has decoded it, perhaps we can use the skimmer to create a false trail. You mean after all the work we put into it, we're not going to use the skimmer? There are more important things than some machine. Present company excluded, Tinker. Yes. Besides, Aiden, we are using it. Assuming Tormar can show Mintha or someone else how to pilot it? Engineer Tormar, I predict the skimmer will afford a distraction. I can ask some of Vermillion Sky's crew to move it to our embassy. That should occupy some of the cursed Shinwei agents. Okay. So we're not going over the crowds or through them. Are we supposed to go under them? Yes. Oh no. You don't mean... I should never have given him the idea. So, how are you enjoying the scenic capital of all the Imperium, Aiden? I'm not seeing so much as spelling. Oh, I wonder how many things died in this muck. There are definite toxins in the water, but there are some nutrients as well. How would you know that? He, uh, has special nerve endings in his toenails. Wait a minute, Tormar. You're barefoot? My trunks are perfectly adequate. I always thought those extra leathery things were boots. Such encumbrances are for humans. I'll remind you of that next time you're in a spacesuit. Please stop movement and cease speaking for the moment. Are we being followed? That is what I'm assessing. It does not appear so at this time. What's the likelihood anyone will look down here? The probability is low, but the danger still exists. And we're just going to hope they're close enough for Tinker to use those blades of his. Oh, I'm sorry, Aiden, I forgot. While you were busy getting the medical supplies, I made sure we all had blasters. You're all armed. It would be foolish not to be. So, we don't carry guns when we're going onto a mysterious wreck in the middle of nowhere, but we pack heat when we land on a major core world city crawling with security? Maybe we did not trust you to carry a firearm, Vosky. Oh, hush! Here you go, Aiden. Well, better late than never. Is this even charged? Hey! Point it down! Sorry, I'll take that as a yes. Are you all right to continue, Your Highness? Is the pressure suit keeping you dry? Yes. 
It just doesn't fit well, so I can't move very fast. I'm sorry. I tried to fit one of our spares as best I could. You should have tried harder. We should continue down this tunnel for another 20 minutes. What I wouldn't give to be with Reg and Grania on the tiger right now. Do you suppose they're safe? I don't know, Grania. They should have landed by now. It won't be easy getting away from the spaceport unnoticed. Easier than sitting here as if we were a fat drundle waiting to be picked off by a burly wog. Well, we're as ready as we're going to be, though I don't think we can pull this off if we attract too many more vultures. Captain, a new ship just jumped in. Big vulture? Small vulture? Lead vulture. It's the Silver Star. There she is, Captain. That's the Tiger. Looks like the reports about the engine were right. Yes, Mr. Porte. She's not so proud now with a broken FTL, limping around this junkyard wondering why its cries for help have gone unnoticed. No chance of that, Captain. Kramer was on the scene first, and he intercepted all the Tiger's messages. Good, good. CTs aren't coming to save them. No nebula to hide in? It ends today, Reg. Your luck has run out. Signal all ships. Move in. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Tonight's production, Rogue Tiger, Episode 28, The End Run, Part 3 of 5. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Phil Amico as Tormar, Yasmin Twizon as Dr. Shen Enling, Nick DePinto as Aiden Vosky, Sophia Medley as Princess Nalini, William R. Coughlin as Tinker, Aaron Goldstein as Grania Kachoa, Brooks Tegler as Captain Reg McCorum, Bjorn Munson as Jochi Borte, and Carol McCaffrey as Captain Sylvia Malabar. Recorded at Big Ben Studios by Matt Bostaff. Music composed by John Maestri and arranged by Jason Chimola. Supplemental recording at Tohubahu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Dialogue editing by Maurice Malda. Sound effects editing, mastering, and final mixing by William R. Coughlin. Tonight's episode was written and directed by Bjorn Munson. This recording is the property of Team Jabberwocky, LLC, and may not be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or redistributed without express permission from Team J. The underlying content, including the script, story, and characters, remain the exclusive property of their owners and are used with permission. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theater, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Rogue Tiger and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theater, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of high adventure and mysterious suspense. Until next time, this is William R. Coughlin saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for more Rogue Tiger. Hast thou slain the...
the Jabberwock. 